0: Jets, runs to 10 metres, and suckers the
1: goal! <laughs> wonderful! <laughs> getting out of the loop, here he is, goes to the left, no, 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 no! She is a good kick, it is a great kick, it's one for the ages. Brilliantly done, Morrison, straightens up, and kicks a goal! Look at the big look at the two.
0: oh, that was brilliant, Luke Bruce! Four ball for Warpedo. The finish it all off! Well, Hawks fans, you loved that post-game pod, fresh from the final siren, and we saw a gap in our schedules, so please enjoy a second helping of the Hawk Talk podcast, the go-to show for all fans of the Hawthorne Football Club. My name is Nick Mason, and I'm joined by a man who's going to help me sift through some club news and a whole heap of listener questions.
1: G'day, Tiz. Been an avalanche since we won. What happened? It's three in a row, and you just feel like the damn wall was broken a bit. Yeah. <laughs> or- it just news out of the club they're just getting on the there's just like this tsunami of good feeling towards Hawthorne. and it even crept into some of the media coverage unbelievable even footy classified found that they had to sort of turn
0: on their heels and <laughs> oh did you did you watch any of that i caved in the end i did i only do what i always do is watch <laughs> look on the, twitter yeah that's how it, i caught up the <laughs> morning
1: after it takes you about 15 minutes yeah yeah
0: i said i wasn't going to catch up listeners anyone who was following my tweets that day but i did And you could just see how much they were straining and struggling against praising Hawthorne. (laughs) It's just. Like, I don't really want to direct listeners to watch Footy Classified because it is trash, but that was quite enjoyable.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hutchie, was it? Who was the main protagonist that sort of. Well, all four of them,
0: really. All four of them really did not want to engage in celebrating how well Hawthorne have been doing.
1: Juddie's usually all right with
0: it. People give Caro Stick for hating Clarko but I I think
1: she definitely has a bone to pick with Clarko I
0: think so but even she was a bit moderate compared to the others I might be remembering it wrong
1: she just seems to rehash the whole Clarko versus the rest
0: look look it was only a month ago that she was saying that Clarko needs to move on go to Carlton (laughs) like literally within it was it was July Mm. so you know less than a month
1: she had his memo stamped off we went
0: and we had no president at one point. She's like, well, you know, Jeff needs to go. And then Wayne Carey's on the other channel saying that we oh, need to trade Mitchell, over That's, that's where I do draw on the line.
1: <laughs> you won't i never up. watched that show. <laughs> what is it about talking footy that you hate? They had that redhead on last year and ever since, nothing. Just redhead? can't watch it. Did you I, mean I, Sam McClure? That's him. Oh, yeah. right. I don't think he's even on it anymore. Is he? I think they've got no. Tom Brown now. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah, who would have thought does. it could stoop? From where it was. Julian De Stoop where it was. Wow. <laughs> yeah,
0: we're in cracking form today, listeners. <laughs> in case you doubted us. Uh, let's get to some social media stuff first before we hit the big news of the week. Uh, get on iTunes, you can rate and review us there. And uh, we've got one of your mates, actually, has popped up. Surprised it took him this long. Uh, Angelo has left a review. I did grab his phone and say, this is how you oh, do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> didn't write it. But he filled it out. Well, if that's what it's going to take, Cause he, cause he had he had worked out how to do the stars, okay, but not the comment. All right, fair enough. Well, uh,
0: well, here's his review because I think it's it's worth reading out. It's quite controversial, actually. He begins, "No farewell game for Ruffy." <laughs> <laughs> quite a bold opener. Don't tell him I said that. You guys are better than Graham Kennedy and Bert Newton. Five stars. I'm Graham. Oh, really? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah you're, just like that. Your moon face. Well, <laughs> oh, I'll throw to Moira in a sec. <laughs> You know what? Well, I'm sure, like obviously, he's a legend of television. Fuck. But I grew up in an era. <laughs> I grew up in an era where all I knew was Bert Newton on GMA. Yeah, it just didn't really do anything for <laughs> me. I'm sure he's great, but what, I haven't what was seen the little
1: it. guy behind the camera that finally came out every now and again. Is it John Foreman? No, no, he's um. Oh, what was his name? John Foreman
0: was the music guy.
1: Belvedere.
0: Oh, Belvedere, yes, yes, Belvedere. Oh. Geez, you can tell listeners we've got plenty to get for today, <laughs> and. Uh, all right, move along, okay. come on. <laughs> All right, uh, you can hit us up on Twitter as well, at Hawk Pod. The community this week is alive and buzzing. It's been so good to see. Even Facebook. Even Facebook, facebook.com slash
1: HawkTalkPod. Just everyone's up and about after, well, the best win of the season, it must be said. And, and I must say, it mm. was a beautiful mention of the Geelong Football Club's 160th birthday. You mm. gave them that gif. Yes. Uh, thoroughly appreciated. Was that retweeted by the official account down at Geelong? Or... Well, do you reckon Geelong wanted to
0: celebrate that fact? That... Are we blocked yet? No, I don't think we are. Oh, some of our listeners must have... Must be close. I know. Some of our listeners have been blocked by the Geelong FC Twitter account. <laughs> we have not, which is incredible considering what I tweeted. <laughs> for listeners who haven't caught up, it's basically just... Uh, it's where Warple strips Adler. Yeah, pickpocketed Adler yeah. and Oh, good times. Man, it was a good win. I'm happy to be recording again, to be honest. I'm still on cloud nine after it. So the the good news doesn't end there. No, it's been a very eventful week. Uh, This is probably the headline news. Uh, Hawthorne have locked in reigning Brownlow medalist Tom Mitchell for the next four seasons, extending his contract by two years
1: until 2023, Tis Now, on the face of it, not a big deal. Guy hasn't kicked the ball in anger this year. But what does it actually mean? If you sort of look through it, past the actual news, hmm. you see that something's happening with the money.
0: Well, that's it. We heard from one of our listeners, Jacob. He hit us up at Hawk Talk Pod on Twitter. Why would the club have signed Mitch up for an additional two years beyond what he was already signed for, unless they needed to do some restructuring of contracts due to getting an answer
1: from a certain free agent? Yes, well, that would be what I expect has happened. They've uh, decided to either give him more money this year, because he would have um avoided his uh his playing contributions because he hasn't been on the park mm. he wouldn't have got his full allocation yeah so they could have restructured it that way and also they may have dropped it for the next two for year 2 and year 3 and then yes. put more money into year 4 yes yeah, so yes they've loaded it accordingly yeah yeah so who is taking up the slack in years 2 and 3 there well, we're
0: still going to sign uh, Sean Markers for another deal. So, I mean, that's going to play into it somehow.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> you did not find that amusing at all. Did you? <laughs> you're so over the Sean Markers There's a bit of... Um, a, you, you touched on it. There's a bit of nostalgia for Ruffy and chewy mm. for mine. Yeah, yeah, there is. It's,
0: uh, all, of it's, all it spells is, and you're right, you're alluding to it. Jacob has as well. It's going to be an eventful off-season again for the Hawks. We haven't had a quiet one for a while. Really. We've always been pretty major players and this year's gonna be no exception.
1: It's true. If we're not eventful during the year, it's always in the off
0: season. <laughs> our time's coming, Tiz. Don't worry about that. Uh we heard from Jack as well at Hawk Talk Pod with Mitchell coming back and potentially having Cornelio along with Warple, O'Meara, Shields,
1: does that make our midfield the envy of the AFL? Well Canelio can uh, play forward as well. He's mm. quite a dastardly little forward. He is, yes. So ah, it's just great. It's going to be fantastic, and and we're going to touch on the news soon. But there's been some more signings, which indicate that uh, there's going to be one hell of a midfield rolling around at Hawthorne. Yeah, that's right. And uh, on the back of Howe's contribution on the weekend, mm. and the seventeen on his back, he may not be heading out of that lineup for a while. No, it's amazing how just inside of a few weeks that everything starts to seem a lot more positive.
0: Yeah, it's just amazing what wins do, really. Because I don't know, I I didn't feel like necessarily a lot of supporters were going with me on the whole optimism for 2020 thing. I think a lot of people are stuck with the here and now thinking wins and losses for the time being. But when you start getting on a roll, it starts to all make sense. Shields head to head with danger and kicks too. Not bad. Jack actually hit us with another question. Will Stratton be
1: captain next year? Now, tis. Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah, was there any doubt on that one? Until he gives it
1: up, I think. Most captains are captain until they give it up.
0: Yeah. And I hear that the the chatter surrounding Stratton and his captaincy is basically gone by this point.
1: Uh no, I think
0: there's still question marks You reckon over there's it. still people critical of him? Yeah, absolutely. Nah, I I don't mind. I mean the results help. That's... Well, that's true. They could gloss over some things, admittedly, but I don't know. It, since his return from being suspended, I think it's actually been pretty good. Yeah. I mean not
1: sensational, but he's played his role and he fits. It's just in... if is he the most deserving candidate for the role. Well, that's true. I think, but the point is, yeah. he's been put into that position now, and it's going to take a lot of effort to remove him from that.
0: Now, some news that came through today is um, off the back of this Tom Mitchell signing, this contract extension that he got. Uh, we got some other guys signed up, potential stars. Yep, uh, we got uh, Cousins, James Cousins till twenty twenty one, and we signed up Dylan Moore and Chengworth GF till uh, the end of twenty twenty. Well
1: done, sir. Well, that's with very well done with CJ. Yes. Well, was that not a correct pronunciation? No, I think it is. That's oh, why I said well done. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just going to go with CJ myself. Well,
0: I've done, yeah, that was the thing. I, I was tempted to go CJ. I went, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to be bold. Putting
1: it all on the line for this really pleasing mini pod that we've got going. Well, there are a lot of people thinking, uh, you know, cousins on the way out, not getting the opportunities. Obviously, not a bad play. He's been mm. played a lot of the year and now he's being overlooked all the time as he sort of cuts cuts it up in the VFL. It's he, be... was, uh, he was tagged on the weekend and still got yeah. 20, 27, 28 touches. I believe so... the, the feedback from Max Bailey was
0: that was something they were really pleased about. I use that very deliberately, listeners, <laughs> that phrase, uh, that he was able to to work with a tag, which is something he hasn't really had to face before.
1: Yeah, it's very nice of Richmond to do that for him. <laughs> Just help his development <laughs> out. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. I, I, look, Cousins is going to be a really fascinating player to watch till that till the end of 2021 and I wonder where he fits in and what sort of opportunities he gets. Well you gets put Tom Mitchell back in our side and, yes. and
1: where's Cousins going? Well this is my point.
0: I wonder if what might happen is regrettably we Who's get Who's giving to, him advice? <laughs> we might get to the end of 2021 and uh he might be on the trade table. I don't know. Ah, you don't sign him and then trade him, do you? I can't remember us doing that. Well, I'm not saying that's the thought now. I'm just saying that's where we might end up. All I'm saying is, you've got Mitchell coming back in. Then you're talking about Canelio. Cousins is definitely going to be starved of opportunities. So by the time, by the time 2021, the end of that season rolls around... You're thinking another Ryan Burton, eh? Maybe. Ooh. I don't know. Wow. Okay. Hey, it won't be of his own fault, Cousins. Now, I imagine Cousins is going to be a very good player. It'll just be personnel and, and managing our list. I, I don't see where his opportunities are going to come through. What about CJ? Are you going to get a look now? Well, this is what I wanted to put to you on our last pod, with Impy going down, right? Yep. The player that I had flagged immediately in my mind was CJ, just because he's been used as a defender this year, coming off a fractured jaw, which is unfortunate, but he's going to get back into some form again, and then maybe towards just the very, very end of the year, I don't know, might play him, might see how he goes, in an Impy-esque role? No, I don't think so. No? No. He's, no. I mean, he's shown a lot at VFL. He's, he's a zippy intercept mark. He was doing similar stuff to MP.
1: just a... There is a big difference, though. Oh, of course there is. I mean, one hasn't debuted. No, I mean between VFL and AFL level. For him to be an no. intercept defender at AFL level... Well, I mean, everyone has to start somewhere, mate. I mean, what are we going to do to cover MP in the meantime? Oh, we've got Scrimshaw and uh, Birchall, and I'm sure we can chuck Gunston back and... Pull someone else forward. I mean, there's a lot of options aside from CJ. Well, I mean, well, you ask me the even, question. Even even Damon <laughs> Greaves looks pretty good well, you, and doesn't pl- does uh, plays a different role. He wouldn't be an intercept mark, but he has some pretty good distribution off the half back line. This is curious. because
0: you asked me the question, of whether it was a possibility, I'm saying yes. You're saying no outright. Yep. We won't see CJ this year. We will not see CJ.
1: So how long did he get
0: till the end of next year? Oh, well,
1: that's good. What are, you, what are your thoughts on Dylan Moore and that contract situation? I'm very pleased to keep Moore. He looks mm-hmm. a very good player. Uh, and one of the, one of the blokes that will probably see off uh, Bradley Hill from coming to the club because the club won't spend that much to get Bradley Hill in with Moore on the list.
0: Reading reports today that uh, we're not really interested. We're not in the frame as well. Mm. Uh, Hawthorne for Brad Hill so I think we've got some questions coming up about that but just to get on the front foot uh, yeah Brad Hill It seems like Hawthorne's not going to be in the picture for that deal should it get done uh, but however great it would be for Hill and Scully on both wings nice. yeah I'll take that but anyway it is I want to focus on the here and now because we've got some big news uh, Mitchell Lewis Switch to Mitch. He's been nominated for the Rising Star.
1: And they're all cottoning on what a fantastic sportsman (laughs) he is.
0: They're cottoning on to the point where it's getting a little bit much for me to handle. (laughs) It it feels like it's getting a bit big now. We should be all right with it. We saw this a long way out. Yeah, we did, but... There's, I think I read an article just like an hour ago that was like, is he the most promising he, athlete in the AFL? Is I'm he like, the most oh, skilled? That's, athlete. Yeah. yeah, I'm
1: like, oh, can we just keep a lid on it, guys? Right, yeah, stop. Yeah, uh, is this young athlete the most talented athlete in the AFL? Oh my god. I mean, that's just great. Well, and, it's all, like, I mean, it's all right when we're pumping him up, and it doesn't doesn't <laughs> sound too bad when he's like, oh well, um. You know, cricket, I love cricket. And mm. AFL, again, I love that. But golf was just a hobby that he plays off scratch. <laughs> yeah, okay. Might might need to tone it down a bit, Mitch.
0: <laughs> That's pretty rich coming from us, Tiz. Oh, We've been all We aboard. can talk him up. Yeah, well, we are going to. We're going to right now. Uh, that's his eleventh game in his AFL career. Can you believe it? So he's earned himself a nab rising star for his uh his efforts against the Cats and uh, a pretty good patch of footy over the last month. Pivotal in our big win over the Cats, as I said, finishing with 15 touches, seven of them contested, as well as five marks, kicked three
1: goals and one behind. Not only that, he's displayed leadership on the field by mm. taking the game by the scruff of the neck at points. Yes, yeah, he's been a massive factor in every win and. He's also had you know, fairly bad misses Mm. that he's come back from. Yes, that's true. Reasserted himself on the contest. We're also talking about a bloke that
0: did drop out of the senior team some weeks ago now. And I guess to us, a bit of a mystery because we would have liked to have seen more of him and we want to see his continual development. But Hawks coaches, they were looking at his game and they basically said, we want to improve his running patterns, recapture that competitive spirit that we know he has, Just basically go back to Box Hill, work on some things, and we'll see where we're at. Right. Well, he did that. He came back. He's had a great month of footy, and uh, now it's culminated in this Rising Star nomination.
1: Brilliant. It's good management, isn't it? It is. Because they don't try and make him learn the running patterns in the worst possible environment to try Mm. and learn. They bring him back to the VFL where he has confidence in himself, let him do it there, and then elevate him again. That's why players want to come to Hawthorne. Because they know their development is more important than the win this week. Notice Clarko has gone back to being a genius again. Oh, yes. It's swung the other way. No mention <laughs> of Impy going down on either of those shows either. Was that right? They, they didn't touch on it at any point. Well, not really. Not how it will impact Hawthorne or what we're going to do about it. Seems a pretty significant... Got to significant... come here for that kind of shtick. That's right, that's what we provide at the Hawk Talk <laughs> podcast, because it does seem like a pretty significant point. Oh, he's been one of our best all year, and for him to go down now and, and for it to be confirmed ruptured ACL, now reconstruction. Yeah, take him a good way through into next year, and then of course he has to get his touch back. Yeah, it's a cruel twist of fate. He's uh, been a very good pickup for Hawthorne, since coming across from Port Adelaide.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, This season is his uh, career best in terms of averaging 16.5 disposals, 5.6 intercepts. Just really found his rhythm in defence. and I mean, you don't like to see it happen to any player, but it's really cruel that you feel like he's been struck down at
1: his prime. It's only just occurred to me then, but the relationship between Wingard and Impey, Mm. do you think that sort of instilled a little bit of steel in Wingard that we saw on the day? Maybe. Because he really refused to give any quarter after... Half-time. i tell you what, there was a patch on the... Uh, it would have been
0: right in front of you, on the member's yeah. wing. wing. guard just looking sensational. Do you know the play I'm talking about? Uh,
1: possibly not the play, but I like, okay. just remember how laser-like his vision was, and he wouldn't give up the ball in the contest. Mm. Yeah, Got a paid chat is due for that. He did
0: play well. Uh, Impy did give an update via Instagram, thanking family, friends, the club, and all the fans for their support, saying, this will make me better and I will be back stronger. See you soon. So uh, all the best to Charm Impy. Uh, at the time of our last podcast, we weren't sure. We were hoping it would be encouraging news. There might be a reprieve of some kind. It might not be what we thought, but no. Uh, scans did confirm it was a ruptured ACL. Quantum Hawk at Hawk Talk Pod hit us up. Uh, With all the feels for Impy, I reckon this leaves a huge hole in our team. He was giving line-breaking run off the back flank and Dangerous went forward. Who'll step up and come into the side? Scrimmer's and Birch seem to be struggling for fitness. Will Glass get another chance? Lachlan has the answer. Yes, one of our other listeners has chipped in. With Impy out and Birchall sounding like he might miss again, surely it's Miles time. Unfortunately, they don't rate his defensive game. Something we learned in the recap, the VFL recap. From Max Bailey. Yeah, which is injured. That has that come up recently? I don't feel like it's come up before. I know no, I've heard that before. Oh, you've heard that before. I, I just I wondered whether they mentioned it in the recap before. But yeah, that that's a little unfortunate considering we'd probably play him as a defender. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, he'd be worried about his career now with those signings today. I think so. Yeah, and the PCL to Jones, which we hadn't mentioned, and yes. we also have no idea when that occurred. They didn't really furnish us with any details, the club, on that one. Are you suspecting a trampoline or a... (laughs) Remember that? Who was that? Oh, that was some Collingwood player. I was thinking uh, Dane Rampey trying to leap over a chain link fence. (laughs) (laughs) There are some odd ways that players get injured. Oh, yeah. uh, I don't think we should cast that dispersion. On Harry Jones, but well, you uh, brought it up, mate. <laughs> I, I know. didn't say anything. But it's on the just sword. that there's no uh, there's no footage of it. Nothing. No, that's right. So. No, it's
0: a pretty significant injury to be shrouded in mystery. I would have thought, but there we go. I mean, can, we should any... we expect any less from Hawthorne? This Did... is what we do, apparently. What about
1: Morrison? Is he coming back? Do we get any optics on that? Or
0: it, well, it's a uh, it was back spasms. Back spasms yep, uh, back soreness. It's listed here in the Booper Recovery Report. Uh, he's a test for this week. We won't be seeing Morrison in the VFL this week. We've got a buy. I've got a buy. Oh, fantastic. What did the 3WBC crew (laughs) do? I think they broadcast another game. Oh, do they? I thought they only did Box Hill games.
1: No, they've broadcast other games before. Oh, there you go.
0: Good on them. Putting in. Uh, Let's get to the injury list, because there's more to say than just Morrison. We've got Grant Birchall, who was a late withdrawal. With general soreness. General soreness, which is apparently all it is. So Harry Morrison with back soreness. Yep. Uh, Dylan Moore, the groin. Soreness. <laughs> or just groin? Just It just says groin. Do you want to get the next one?
1: Yeah, sure. Ryan Schoenmakers.
0: <laughs> Sean Markers himself. <laughs> uh, a calf, two weeks. And uh, it's probably looking pretty bad for him as well at now, this point. Now, the
1: contentious two weeks knee... Jack Scrimshaw. What is going on with this one? Yeah, I didn't like it actually mm. when someone compared him to uh, Grant Birch. I know he plays like him, but there's yeah. two weeks, and then it's it. It's well, what, kind do you, of, what do you want people to never do? Never reduces when, when to we, one. It's just two weeks all the time. When
0: we call him Birch 2.0, what do you want people to do with that? <laughs> I mean, the similarities are there. Is there? Is it going to be a time? Hopefully, sometime soon, where he's not going to be on two weeks. Oh, he's just two weeks. He's just a fortnight away. Don't worry,
1: guys. Hawthorne? And sh- and don't go too hard this. at Jack because he's the only oh, hey I'm not he's going- the only listed Hawthorne player that actually follows us.
0: <laughs> he does. I'm not going hard at Jack. I just I'm confused as to the club's handling of these things.
1: Not since Tracy, whatever her name was. Oh, have, we been, have we been followed by an official Hawthorne person?
0: Well, good day, Jack. If you're listening, and we hope to see you back soon. Um, maybe let us know if it is in fact two weeks. It would be great to get some clarity around it. Where the club won't let anyone know.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can DM us. He's the only That's one. That's right. Can. Yeah,
0: slide into our DMs, Jack. That's the way. Uh, Darren Minchington. Unfortunately, now this is, yeah,
1: this is really terrible timing. He was makes on, uh, the emergency list, then does another hammy,
0: and he's back on the emergency list. As in, he he did an injury, so he's back. Oh, it was okay. a
1: hospital joke. R- yeah.
0: Wonderful. Turned out to be a hospital handpass. That is,
1: is of course, one of the great veins of comedy. (laughs) I've often said that about this show. (laughs) Uh,
0: Darren Minchington was obviously an emergency ahead of the Geelong game, and it looked like a bit of a pinch of Minch this week. The secret ingredient, but it wasn't to be. And And then the rest are all season-ending injuries. Yeah, Harrison Jones, uh, Jarman Impey, Tom Mitchell, and Tim Moore. We had
1: a relatively healthy-looking injury list, and then it's just really blown up. Yeah, well, that happens near the end of the year. Yeah. i tell you what it does say. Mm. It says our medical staff are pretty much fine. We didn't need to worry about Andrew Russell jetting off. Yeah. they have
0: managed it well. Yeah, that might be something that people have taken for granted, because I know at the time it was a big departure, but, you know, we've we've coasted through the year okay.
1: Yeah, and he's over there trying to get uh, that fella that turned up fat What's his name? Lance Whitnell. No, his, his mate plays for West Coast. Just won a premiership. His
0: brother <laughs> Lance Whitnell. That's apparently my go-to reference for Carlton.
1: Fat guys at Carlton. Yeah, yeah. Lance yeah. Whitnell. I mean, when when did he last play? <laughs> That's how relevant they are to me. There's Jeremy McGovern at West Coast. He's not exactly svelte. Oh, he did actually. Yeah, I've and, heard of that. He he did actually uh, battle his, some weight. And then his brother Mitch is the mm. one at Carlton. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, apparently, he's in the cage. That's what Jack Russell calls it. The cage? Yeah, and you've Sounds got to awful. do certain things. Got you're not going to meet, gonna get much got to exercise meet, in a cage, Tiz. You've, you've got to meet certain <laughs> that requirements. That might be half the problem. Well, apparently, you're restricted from interacting with the rest of the group okay. until you meet certain requirements, and you're allowed to leave the cage. It's something he did at Hawthorne as well. I feel like we need that in the stands of the MCG, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Stop giving them ideas. <laughs> what? Gil will run with that like you wouldn't believe.
0: Segregating crowds. Yeah.
1: Except for port games. They just have the tarps. Yeah, it'll be a caged match. <laughs> All right. We're going to get away from that before it before it becomes reality and hit up some listener questions. Don't say anything three times. It might manifest.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, we heard from Ramon. Is Asada going to test Michael Christian? Why was Zorko fined for pinching? That was a death penalty offence when Strats did it. Yeah. Um,
1: good old Zorks. Imagine if Zorko and Harris Andrews had both been out for, outed for a week. Yeah, it would be looking pretty good. Yeah, I call that equalisation. <laughs> I actually didn't see this uh, this pinching thing from Zorko, was he it? He grabbed his leg, lower leg, and pinched his lower leg. Okay, well. While, while his uh, opponent was on the ground.
0: Okay, no, I'm with Ramon on this one.
1: I mean, I'll need to see the footage, obviously, but
0: a pinch, Did, is, a, a um, pinch is a pinch, right? Yeah. Why is this okay?
1: Did uh, Chris Pressure Points Judd have anything <laughs> to say about this? Or then you remember that got Fev done, he was like, pressure point, pressure <laughs> point, at the Brownlow. us was all like, of a, it was all like a, he was here. It, he's, all of a sudden, he's out of, out of Carlton on his way up to Brisbane. <laughs> That's what did it. Yeah, that yeah. is exactly what did it. Yeah, all right. Yeah. It's such a good decision that they elected Judd to the board. Something about Chris Judd I, I really am getting
0: sick of is that a guy who's on the board of a football club is on, well, I think he does various media commitments, but he's on Footy Classified going, now, here's what I think Hawthorne need to do. It's like, I oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, you would think that. I'll
1: just get rid of everyone? Oh, that's a great plan, Chris. Look, don't worry about him. Carlton are an absolute <laughs> basket case. And yeah, part of I- the reason is because Chris Judd has very, very fixed opinions. Yeah, no, I love it.
0: It's yeah. great. We heard from PJ as well. Uh, I think this is a question we're going to get a lot. Well,
1: PJ has his mind fixed firmly in the future. Do we target a big fish trade, or do we go to
0: the draft? Can't we do both? Well, you'd hope we'd do both. You've got to entertain
1: both options there. Yeah. So according to the, uh, the well, rumour... We're getting a father-son through Finn mm. McGuinness, so he's he should be going top 20 at least. According to the rumour file
0: on Ross and John, which is where I get all of my news, Tiz. Oh, uh, 3AW. Yeah, that's that's the one. Uh,
1: Patton is already a lock for for the Hawks. Rumour is fact. That's the one. And what's the other one? Canelios off to... The Blues? Yes, that's right. As a result of that same rumour. Yep. Well, I mean, he has the name for playing for Carlton. I, already really... said, I
0: think I said this last week. Like, Why would you do deals at this point in the season?
1: Because, uh, I don't know, they're paying his medical bills already. GWS doesn't no, want anything yeah. to do with it. All right, yeah, maybe that's it.
0: <laughs> maybe in that sense I can believe it. Uh, PJ continues, also, I see maybe an elimination final next year. Is that too high of an expectation? Just say finals,
1: I think. Yeah,
0: let's just go finals. I mean the fact that Mitchell comes back. You've got already... a winner
1: final, actually. We haven't won one for a little while.
0: Yeah, we don't want to become Essendon
1: now. Ends is back in the Twitter sphere. <laughs> yes. If yep. Mitch and Tim keep playing like they did on Sunday, do you think the club will still go for Patton? Just wondering how much it will cost us to get him. Absolutely bargain basement price. Yeah, it should be bugger all, and not a thing more. Because I mean. We hold all the leverage here.
0: I've said it before. He wants out. He yeah. knows where he wants to go. Giants he's not going to sign for anyone
1: else. It's going to be like the Scully deal all over again. Yep. Except this time, they probably won't get shown up quite as early in the season. Simon tweeted us, uh, Timmy O has teased us
0: before and taken backward steps after what looked like progress. But is he finally coming of age and ready to be a
1: consistent senior footballer for us? Oh, crystal ball stuff. This is, you know, only time will tell. What do you think, Nick? I mean, he's just... I'm going to need to see two good games in a row. Oh, like the Carlton and Melbourne performances a couple of years ago? Oh, I've already
0: had it. Okay. (laughs) No worries then. (laughs) Seven more years, Tim. (laughs) Sign him up. Uh, He
1: was featured in an afl.com.au story today, wasn't he? Well, deservedly so. I think he's turned it around pretty well. I think he'd be um, optimistic about his future now, having been tremendously under the pump. As am I. As am I. I'm I'm optimistic about him, but...
0: uh, just don't want to make any grandiose statements on Tim because he's he's gone backwards before, so I'm not sure. But I think he's probably better placed than he ever has been.
1: So oh, definitely three goals, one, and beating Geelong, mm. he'd be on top of the world this week. There's probably no badges left out at Rico. I'm just glad I got mine when I did tis. Yeah, thanks to me. <laughs> That's right. Do you still do you still wear it proudly? I still have it proudly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We heard from Jack as well. Who is a good replacement for Frawley when he retires? Do we recruit from another club or do we have potential at Box Hill aside from Mirror?
1: Well, Mirror's nothing like Frawley. Frawley's in a good vein of form, by the way. He is, yeah. Yeah, he's playing very well. I think that gets overlooked as well. He gets another week. I mean, another year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, high standards. And uh, there's um, Sam Day up at the Gold Coast that people have been looking at, isn't there? He had an almost car crash-like injury and is making his way back into football and uh, maybe looking for a, a new club.
0: I thought you were going to uh, point out Cosie in Box Hill, to be honest. I thought you were going to look at him. Oh, he's a couple of years off still. He's, he's been playing uh, forward and, and back. Yeah, you go one half in one position, one half in the other, which is interesting. I'm not sure if that would... Well, they would know better than I do, but that, I'm,
1: in terms of development, that's going gonna, gonna to be weird, hasn't it? A bit strange for him. Um, no, I I mean, his commitment to the uh, contest is fantastic. Mm. So, to be able to, I mean, do you, it, it's usually something, it's something they haven't really done. He he came to the club as a swingman anyway. Yes. And they're just keeping that going. In the past, we've basically said, all right, your position is, with Timmy, we said mm. forward. Yeah. And then that didn't quite work out, so we sent him back. Yep. And then that didn't quite work out, so we sent him forward again. <laughs> and now he can play forward and back. <laughs> But now we pick up a swingman, we play him as a swingman. I think that's mm. a good way to be. Now, what about uh,
0: this question from Nathan? Harley... My
1: favourite question from the week, by the way.
0: Harley Bennell, is he worth a look? I don't think so, but would like to know your opinion. Well, I know where you stand, Tiz. Well, I... <laughs>
1: Just bloody give the kid a go. Uh, look, um, his talent was obscured by terrible team performances mm-hmm. at Gold Coast and then by an inability to get back on the park at... Frio, plus he had the pressure of some off-field indiscretions in Tasmania, mm-hmm. which uh, were of the uh, drug variety, Yes, in which he allowed, a, is it Snapchat? Some kind of video of himself partaking uh, to m- make it onto the media. Listen and then, to Tiz, uh, sound uh, like it, he doesn't know what Snapchat is. It, it, it's just, this is a guy who needs not only rehab physically, but... Mm. He is going to have to be rebuilt psychologically yeah. in the way he goes about playing. Well, that's got to be the case for anyone coming from Freire. You've got to be deprogrammed. Uh, well, I mean, Lockie Neil, he's done all right at Brisbane, just slotted straight in out of the shadow of Fife. Yeah, just that just tells, burning me they did, everybody. They
0: just tells me that they did their work.
1: <laughs> They've got to get all, uh, all traces of Ross out of his system. <laughs> well, he, he doesn't seem to, uh, you know, begrudge leaving. Mm. Um, now look, they've ended his contract early They've told him to up stumps Off you go yep. We don't want anything more to do with you mm. So Hawthorne could potentially hit him up early And get him training already Yeah um, And then that gives you the It's also um, commendable by Frio mm. Because l- letting him go early means he can go elsewhere And start training And yeah. start impressing people Yeah, true and, You know, he might be picked up in that way you know, Brisbane rated a mention there, so since
0: we're on it, let's get to it. Uh, Hawthorne versus Brisbane at UTAS, 1.45pm Saturday. This is likely the game, Tiz, that determines what exactly we're doing with the rest of the season. If we win, finals suddenly come into frame a bit, if that's what you want. A very realistic possibility. If we lose, you would think that'd be it.
1: It's win-win. Or win-lose, but win. And No, I get what you're saying. Who, who cares what well, happens yeah. in this game? Well, basically, yes. We can be happy for Hodge, can't we? If, we, if he wins? Uh. No, no. This would be four times in a row. Clyco is gonna be all out in this game. He is gonna want to pummel him into the turf. He's going to want to do that blueprint we showed how to beat Geelong. He wants to do mm. that to Brizzy. Yep. Fagan's not gonna get a bloody premiership in his second year. That's just crap. <laughs> and they're getting a bit too big for their britches, aren't they? Are they? Oh, well, as far as the
0: media coverage is concerned.
1: Oh, okay. Well, if you're going to go with the media coverage, someone actually winning a game in Brisbane was just phenomenal.
0: Uh, We heard from Justin. The last time we played Brisbane, O'Brien played on hipwood. The Lions have the 205cm Diver, 204cm Hipwood, and 192cm McStay as tall forward targets. But you surely can't take O'Brien out of the forward line after his best game in that role. Should we bring Brand in? Who's the
1: 205-centimetre diver? I was trying to think of that myself, actually.
0: I never got to the bottom of that. <laughs> Someone Justin doesn't like. Okay.
1: Um, we're in Tassie. It'll be greasy footy. I'm not that worried, to be honest. I'm not that worried about our back line. Last time they beat us with a small forward line. Mm. Um, famously, that little bastard who went pick one <laughs> a couple of years ago kicked how many goals? And yeah. He hasn't done anything since. He's looked well below par for most of this year. I don't think Brand's coming back.
0: I don't think it's necessary. Uh, I'm pretty happy with our back line. Uh, we heard from Jared. How did you guys like Howe off the back? I thought it was a great idea to have a defensive mid covering the opposition midfield slash forward
1: rotation. Would he get another crack this week against Zorko or Rayner? Rayner, that's the bloke. <laughs> no, I think uh, Howe, being as tall as he is, will play a, a midfield role this week and just try and use his physicality around the football, especially to dampen Lockie Neal, who seems to be a target of opposition players now. But one fantastic stat mm. is that if you are in second position, your odds of winning mm. very, very low. In fact, that's one of the worst performing positions on the ladder for the last five weeks. If you're in second spot, you just don't win. That is bizarre and rather obscure. It's fantastic. I love it. It's one of my favorite little stats. Yeah, I can tell you're amped up like, about it. Like a few years ago when whenever you played Carlton the following week you would lose. Because <laughs> they were just that bad that you would become Complacent. Completely complacent. You're basically in holiday mode. <laughs> think, how good is this footy? Another and- shout out to Chris Judd there.
0: <laughs> uh how do you think we're gonna go? Do you back us in against Brisbane? Like it sounds like you
1: do. Oh I think we have a very good shot I think Clarko is going to double down on this run of form and and really take it up to the lines and I don't see us losing a fourth time to them even if say, they do have the inside information That's uh
0: it's getting to be a pretty big streak now they're they're a bogey team and I'd really like to rectify that but you know if we lose it's fine too <laughs> <laughs> Now, nah, see in all seriousness, listeners, I do want to break that streak. It's just uh as always, one eye
1: on the future, acknowledging what could be. Well, we've got a few changes in the lineup now. It's not as as Fagan would remember it. That's true, yeah, it's a very different side. So do you have enough hatred for Arant this week? You got the all the invective ready, all the I don't know. putrid anger from being beaten three times in a row by such a little propped up satellite <laughs> of the AFL house. <laughs> You know, we've given them our best player for the last 20 years. We've given them Fagan, who's just been tutored wonderfully for... God, when did he arrive? About 2006. They've got all the
0: IP they could ever want.
1: We've let them have a couple of wins.
0: I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. This. I just feel all this power of positivity from the last month or so, and
1: a rant seems weird. Well, I mean, we've got a free free shot at them without Harris Andrews. He's been very good against us in the past. Mm -hmm. Hipwood, is he playing? He's cut us up before. I reckon we're well in with a shot. But it all depends on how good this rant is, ladies and gentlemen.
0: (laughs) Wow, no pressure.
1: Come on, let's hear it. Now, the rest of the comp might fear your form, Brisbane,
0: but the Hawks aren't worried. We know if you go all the way this year, our fingerprints are all over that Premiership Cup. With all that brown and gold IP you've adopted, you'd only be adding to Alistair Clarkson's legacy as a master coach. Every victory inextricably tied to a Hawthorne great. So get your head around this, Brisbane. No matter what you do this year, we win either way. But as for this weekend, well, recent history says you've bested us in battle time and again. But all the while, the landscape's been changing, Brisbane. We're bringing a brand new arsenal into this big clash in Tassie. The Warpedos locked and loaded in the form of his life. O'Brien's finally flying, and I've got this to ask you, Brisbane. What you gonna do about the mountainous Mitch Lewis when he marks strong and goes bang! The footy sailing straight over your little lion cubs. Oh yes, everyone's been so quick to celebrate the rebirth of the Brisbane Lions but now it's time to remind the footy world just what our brown and gold boys are made of.
1: Well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're not winning. Oh. Oh. <laughs>
0: oh! I set myself up for that one.
1: <laughs> how many rants have I done by You just by can't this time? hate Hodge, can you? <laughs> it's quite obvious how, how gentle you are with them.
0: Oh, that's really mean. <laughs> and if you want the rant to continue, well, just pull your head in. How many rants have I done at this point? How many times have I had to concoct a rant against Brisbane who have beaten us over and over again? (laughs) What do I say? (laughs) Oh, It's tough stuff, listeners. Ah, well. We'll be okay. It's about as tough as the multi.
1: Oh, are we doing that again? Maybe nothing's that tough. Oh, wow. (laughs) All right. So, you get a freebie on the Friday.
0: (laughs) Oh, no way. Yeah. It's It's the
1: hardest one of the round, isn't it? No, no, you're good here. Okay. Definitely. Well, I'm picking... one, one of these, I mean, it's fourth versus fifth, but mm. one of this, this mob on the, whose, whose home game it is, even though they're all at the MCG for Richmond, yeah. they're just tracking terribly. Like, we've beaten them. Yeah. No, well, I was going to pick Richmond. Yeah. And not Collingwood. Not Collingwood. So you don't think Bucks will get them up for the game? <laughs> don't do this, man. Don't
0: do this. <laughs> uh, no, I've got to pick Richmond. All right. So we're past that hurdle. No. It's easy for you to say. I haven't passed a Friday hurdle in
1: months. (laughs) Going into Saturday afternoon. Yep. Hawks versus the Lions. Okay. Uh, Are we confident?
0: It's been a good run, but I think I'm going to have to tip Brisbane. Okay.
1: Uh, Carlton, Adelaide at the G. Oh, Adelaide. West Coast, North Melbourne.
0: This is a lot harder than you implied. You just make it look hard.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, West Coast. St Kilda, Melbourne at Marvel. Oh, that evening, God! Uh, New coach. You know, I was rats say, what coach can it...
0: rats get done here? Um, it's good to
1: see him get a win, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it was actually. Didn't mind that. Um, oh, let's
1: go St Kilda. Good, because I think Melbourne are tanking at this point. Yeah, They're pick two now. Pretty happy with it. Mm. They, uh, you know, they think they could be back in the finals with that. <laughs> Port Adelaide Giants at Adelaide Oval. I can't trust Port. I go the Giants. Western Bulldogs Frio at Marvel. This is a bugger of a round. Uh, Western Bulldogs. Okay, that that's probably good. That's probably a good pick because Ross Lyon will probably be having an interview at halftime. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's
0: a bit distracted.
1: Yeah, he will either be. Over at Carlton. <laughs> with Jaddy just working out how they should rearrange the playing list. Jay Clark
0: will see someone on Ligon Street, the back of their head and go, Oh, that's Ross. <laughs> Why don't I pick on Jay
1: Clark just then? Oh well. It's just a it's just a name that comes to mind. <laughs> it's just a name, it was just a reflex. Anyway. Uh, Sydney Swans versus Geelong at the SCG. Geelong. Is that your banker? Because you sound very confident there.
0: Uh well, Sydney have been performing pretty badly at their home ground for a yeah, long time. Yeah, wins are hard to come across at any time at the moment for Sydney, but especially there. And uh, Geelong, I, I see them getting up. They're they're not going to take that defeat against us lightly.
1: And this is where it all goes wrong, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Gold Coast versus Essendon, up in sunny Queensland. Really? Yeah. You really think Gold Coast are going to get up? No, I just thought you were going to pick them. No.
0: <laughs> No, i be picking Essendon, <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah, I saw um someone on Twitter, I forget who it was, who said, Mitch Brown is my favourite
1: player. And I thought, that's like saying your favourite drink is Pepsi. Yeah, that was Josh Dunkley. Was it? The this? Western Bulldogs, yeah. Credit to him, he did it in the first quarter and Mitch Brown was the difference in that game. Maybe his favourite drink is Pepsi, he's got the colours. I actually liked Mitch Brown's tweet about a month ago where yeah. uh, the stadium announced that Mitch Brown's song list was playing. Okay, And then he took to Twitter to say, I've never heard any one of these.
0: <laughs> was that at Marvel? Uh, yeah, it was at Marvel. Yeah. So tag Marvel, tag Ralph the Roof, tag <laughs> AFL House. <laughs>
1: uh, I just, you know, I always thought perhaps that was the case. You remember when the Australian cricket team used to have yeah, an anthem? You know, they all got to pick a song to walk out to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then a song to walk back into when they went out. It's good. A song within budget. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they get a list of songs and then they pick something. I imagine so. Is that? Do you reckon that's how it works? Yeah. I think that's how it works. Well, Alien Ant Farm was uh, Glenn McGrath. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I remember that one distinctly.
0: The more I hear, the less I like. <laughs> Both Alien Ant Farm and Glenn McGrath.
1: So how do you think the mini... Uh, what did you call
0: it? Minnesode... The mini-sode. Yes, the really pleasing mini-pod. I don't know, it's
1: got many names, alright? This is supposed to be a pretty flexible exercise, this this bonus ep. It's a bit of fun, there was a lot of news to cover and... That's right. I I enjoy doing the pods and it's uh, it's gratifying we're getting such a community around us.
0: Well, that's basically why we've put out another one in the same week. is because, uh, well, we saw that our schedules could make it happen. And uh, when you look at the sort of love and, and the gratitude that we're getting from the
1: listeners... It makes you think, well, why the hell not? Let's do it. Yeah, it's a good feeling. We get the feedback we want. And, and of course, we want to make this bigger than it is now. Absolutely.
0: I, and I will stress this. As we're nearing the end of the season, uh, I'm not only as a fan
1: looking at 2020. And we've put these plans off. We kind of wanted to do a bit of this earlier uh, than now. Yeah, but-
0: absolutely. But uh, we, we are future thinking here on the podcast. So what I would encourage you to do is, if you really do love this show, if you want more Hawk Talk Pod. If you like the idea of two in the same week, and you're like, "Geez, I'd love to. <laughs> I'd love this to be a reality. I'd love to to hear more of these guys and see what else they can do. And they have great ideas about it. Do, what yeah. else we
1: can do. Yeah,
0: yeah. And we're open to ideas, but like uh, more songs and things. like more that. More songs. Well, guests has been a big one. Yeah, yeah. We, we've already touched we're base. Struggled with a few, a few guests, but yeah, yeah we, we well, we struggled to begin with, but we're starting to uh, hit our straps now. We're saying to touch base with a few, so yeah. we'll see what happens with that, but. Yeah, do let us know if you love the show because we want to take this places and the way that happens is we get your support. We have you on board. And we
1: can show those guests just how many people they'll be reaching and the kind of community that we've got behind us.
0: Exactly. If you give all your best to us, we'll give all our best to you. That's how this is going to work. All right, well, that will just about wrap it up for this week. Uh, Well, for the second time. And now, Tiz. What are we doing? Are we watching the game, or are you going away? Are you surely not heading down to Tassie for another Hawthorne-Brisbane game? No, I'm not allowed. being been barred. That's
1: right, yeah. Yep. You're cursed. Mm. As much as I've got a Friday night curse, this is your one. I thought we'd watch it from uh, Chip and Izzy's restaurant, what do you reckon?
0: <laughs> oh, yes, that's right. We heard uh, from Chris, who's uh, recommended that we head down to, I think it's Jammu, Frawley and Isaac Smith's restaurant
1: in Richmond. Are they a sponsor now, or do we get free meals for the for the plug there, or...? Apparently they have really good, um, what was it? Fits and chips. Somehow I don't think he's going to sponsor the
0: unofficial podcast Oh, okay Yeah, yeah. I that's forgot all about saying. that
1: yeah. <laughs> Wow, what a dry oh, fight no, no,
0: I didn't mean it like that I just... sure you didn't, mate Well, I, yeah, okay <laughs> Should get them on as guests, actually Oh, yeah, that's going to happen <laughs> No, seriously, I would love to talk to them I'd love to talk to anyone well, really. Fitz from is on club. SEN of his own right now, isn't he? Oh, yes Yeah, yeah Congratulations, yeah. Joe, yeah. Yep uh no, I'd love to head to that restaurant. Maybe, maybe we could do that. Do they show the footy there, or uh, they probably don't? You know, uh,
1: maybe it's probably not. one of those establishments. I was going to say, like it's that it's... place you attended earlier in the year, where they wouldn't show you the footy. Oh, the Albion Charles.
0: <laughs> no, no, hang on, <laughs> the Albion Charles could, and they didn't. That's completely different. I think this restaurant here is a classier joint than that. Fair enough. Wouldn't have to try hard.
1: Oh well, wow.
0: mind you. The Albion Charles does have Daytona. Oh, jeez.
1: <laughs> but I just thought we could dine out while uh, Smithy and uh, Fawley dine, dine out. out. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, sounds like a pretty good plan to me. We are a happy team at Hawthorne.